When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome everyone to the This Is Ibrox podcast. This is Jock's Player and Goal of the Month review for January 2024. This will be my monthly contribution to the This Is Ibrox platform for your audio pleasure. And as always, I'll be joined by two other members of the team for a good old debate. So today with me, I have David. Hello, David. Hi, Jock. Thanks for having me on. And I've also got Kendall. Hello, Kendall. Hi, Jock. How are you doing? Not too bad, mate. So, I'm looking forward to discussing this month's candidates, goals, everything we've got in January. We had quite a busy, busy end, busy end of the month, really. Um, I know we did have a couple of friendlies in there, but we're not really, we're not really going to class them as anything as such because they're just they're just tick box exercises, minutes in the legs and stuff like that. So, uh, we'll go straight to it then. So for the month of January, Rangers scored 13 goals and conceded to spread across three league games and one domestic cup game. Nine goals in the league coming against Kilmarnock, Hibs and St Mirren. And there was four goals in the cup against Dumbarton. As I say, I've already discussed the friendly, so we'll just get straight into it. So, Kendall, do you want to start us off here with your goal of the month, please? Uh, goal of the month is slightly cheating because we are just at the start of of, of February for it. But it was uh, it was Silva's goal um, just the the other day. There, the the deflection, the uh, the you know the, the 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 absolute pox and luck of it actually just managing to find the back of the net. Uh, I don't think there's been another uh, as important a goal all season. Um, so it's it's a little bit of a strange one, but I think. Silva has, has played really well. Uh, there's doubt on whether he's a number nine or whether, you know, can, can he actually play there or we're going to have to rely on Dessers now that we haven't signed anybody by the end of the January window. And the boy needed a goal. And whether it hit off his backside, whether it hit off his nose or anything like that, that boy needed to score uh, the other day and he did. And the reaction to it as well, not just from him, because we're talking about Livingston at home. We're not talking about, you know, we're, we're not talking about Celtic away. We're not talking about, you know, Aberdeen or, 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 or Petodre or anything like that. Uh, we're talking about Livingston at home. It was an absolutely massive goal. And you saw the reaction of the players both to him, him wheeling away and running around as if he'd scored a cup winner. And it was just it, it just everything that we need them to be at the minute and what, what we need him to be, which is, I don't care how he does it, we are going to need him to score. And that was the one that actually gave me confidence to say, you know what, we're going to win this league. So that that was, and for those reasons, that was my goal of the month. Yep, I, I can't really disagree with you there um, in terms of everything you said about it. It's like, obviously, celebration and the importance of the goal. Um, any 
I think any goal that you get at Ibrox against Livingston, especially you know further further in the game. Um, I know Clement did mention about the the the, the crowd being on side and being patient, patient, which is I don't think something we've maybe seen at Ibrox for quite a long time. Um, so it was good to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so. I, I was good to see he needs to get off the mark um, because he's coming with a hefty, you know, hefty pressure on his shoulders coming from the league he's come from and the price tag uh, Will's paid for him at such a young age as well. So to come in early and get a goal, I think it was a, it's a good shout. Uh, and Dave, yours please. Yeah, so for me, um, probably the worst looking goal of the lot, but in a similar vein to Kendall, uh, it's more about kind of what it meant I think and that would be Desser's third against well Desser's first but the team's third against Hibs um so obviously just been subbed on been on the pitch for I think a minute minute and a half and then I'm no joking I was I was watching him kind of meander about the box as Desser's tends to do and um Honestly, thought he'd fallen over. Eh? Um, I'll be honest; that was my first instinct when I was watching it. I was like, "Oh no, what are you doing, man?" Um, but fair play to him. Actually, when you stop and look at the replays, it's a really intelligent goal. Actually, yeah, bit nervy. I was sort of wondering if the hips boy was going to get to it before it went over the line. So, I mean, all the usual nerves that you get with. Again, anytime Dessers is in the box, but now nah, it was just the from looking at it and thinking, "Oh my God, what are you doing? This is awful!" To actually kind of win a few seconds, thinking, "Actually, you know what? That's really intelligent for me." Yeah, ex- execution. Think, yeah, yeah, and fair play to the boy. You know, Debur said it. He's one of these players. Either looks like he'd be playing for your pub on a Sunday, or you know, he's got a bit of something about him. And at the minute, barring maybe the last game, but up, sort of recently over this Christmas period, I think it's fair to say he's looked like he's playing with a wee bit of confidence. And you hear it in his interview as well, where he was talking about the upturn in stats since Clement's arrived. Um, so, yeah, for me, it was Dessers with our third against Hibs. I don't want to speak too much in Dessers because he's my player of the month. <laughs> um, so I want to keep that in him, and he's your player of the month. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I want to keep that. I want to try to keep that yeah. for later on in the, in the pod. But um, yeah, the finish itself, it, it's like some sort of cheeky somebody would do. You know, like a five-a-side pitch, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's nice and close. It's right up close, but he just flummoxes everybody and just rolls the ball gently past everybody and like you say you don't know if the Hibs player is going to get it but by the time he does he's end up in a heap in the net and it makes for a good viewing because uh, did you see the Hibs picture that they posted beforehand before the game and it's the same guy and then the next picture is him lying in a crumpled heap and the, the, the ball in the back of the net so uh, it's going to be a bit of PR camera for him it, <laughs> it was quite a nice view on the socials afterwards uh. Right, I'll I'll skip to mine then. Um, so I went for I went for Cantwell's uh Cantwell's goal in the same game. Um, just thought at the time he looked like a player that really could do with a goal. And as we we're just discussing, goals are obviously important for players' confidence, and can lift the mood for players. So I'm going to break down I'm going to break down his goal a wee bit here. So 
if you look back at it before he receives the ball he just has a quick look over his shoulder there's a really good angle i think it's a third angle and the sky highlights that show it he just because it's behind the net so you're getting a good view of the goal from behind his behind his perspective so he has a quick look over his shoulder sees their space takes the ball and the half turn was back to goal and then the second touch rolls it in front of him and then he just rifles it past marshall at the near post and I just thought, if you'd sit and I kept watching it over and over, we were going to think that goal's not getting enough credit for, for you know at the time. And then afterwards, seeing the highlights, I was like, that's that's a great goal because he's just used everything that he's, he's got at his disposal. He's got his the quick turn, he's checked to see he's got the space, he's moved the ball into space and just you know he's just hit it and just put good precision but, um, to get past Marshall, who ideally you'd think he can cover his near post better, but. Cantwell's beaten with just sheer power in the ball. Yeah, you know the funny thing is, Jock. I was I was about Cantwell. I was, I was speaking to to a couple of boys about uh, Kent, Cantwell. In the last month and a month and a half, you're right. He's kind of been. Obviously, he said he's been a bit injured and whatever like that. But he's, he has not been looking the same player this season as uh, he did last season. But one thing I've kind of noticed, uh, over, certainly over the last month, is that obviously Seema's got his pace. But if you look at a few of Seema's last goals. Cantwell is right there. He's, he's making the same run. He's just slower than Sima is. So yeah. he's literally, you know, I, I think he actually benefited and won and got a, not, got a tap in from it. I think that started his, his current run. But actually, he's right there and everything like that. And it was just great to see him because, I mean, you, you can see it. He's one of the guys at the minute really with a bit between their teeth and they're running about. If there's, there's full energy, they're really going for it. You can see they're actually starting to, to believe now. But what they need, as you're right, is that, that little bit of sharpness and that little bit of um, that belief in front of goal, I think. And and it's funny because all three of us have, have picked for the same kind of reasons, which is actually they're good goals, but more than that, it's, it's what they signify for the players that scored them. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. I was just going to say, I think you need to look as well at the reaction across the entire team. Um, so if you think back to Beale's days when we did score. It, I don't want to say it was subdued, but you, you know the player would run off, celebrate. Maybe one or two of them would come over, but you, you know it just—it's almost hard to describe. But it feels like every time we score, it doesn't even matter who scores. The whole team's there celebrating, basically. And I think that's really important as well, because that goes back to what Clement was saying. You know, grand for whoever scores, obviously helps their stats, putting us closer to our win. But that's. The key is it's putting us closer to a win as a team rather than, you know, individuals. And I think you're seeing that almost every celebration now. Um, sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, there's, there's, you can see that there's the unity's there. You can definitely see it. There's, there's the, the team, there's, there's a team there. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. That's evident. There is a team there. Uh, like you say, they celebrate the goals. And it's good that we're not relying on Tav for goals. <laughs> Tav's stats, it's other people who are scoring goals, which is good. The goals are coming from all across the park. From, you know, now they're, they're coming from the left-hand side of the defence instead of the right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I mean, and we're not relying on Seema now because he's obviously because he's not there and he's, he's injured. Yeah. So the, the, hopefully these new new faces that have come in in the January window will contribute to that, you know, yeah. as 
Silva's already off the mark. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm refusing to acknowledge anything about the left hand side. <laughs> <laughs> refusing to acknowledge it. Right, so that's our goals wrapped up. Is there any other goals you want to a special mention or just highlight just as a, before we move on? I think um, it's not so much another goal, but I, I suppose the other thing that was actually quite impressive about that Campwell one that you mentioned, it was just a couple of minutes before he was pulling up with a groin strain. Um, right. clear, clearly not game-defining injury, but, you know, he was absolutely clattered by those lads. Um, obviously feeling something. You, you could see it in his face, you know, he was clearly feeling something. So to then get himself in that position and to hit it just as sweetly as he did, yeah, crack and go, crack and go. I think yeah, the timing I'll... of it is a good... Sorry, Kendall, go ahead. I, I was just going to jump in about, about another goal, uh, which was uh, right. which was the uh, Dessers goal. Funnily enough, uh, Dessers goal, important goal um, against St Mirren, the one 0 win, um, because that's you know that's a three pointer. That's that's what that goal is. At the end of the day, it was fairly early in the game, but you know if we don't score that, if we get to past half time, etc., and we start to start to worry and start to stress. Um, but anything that's a one 0 goal, and interestingly. You know, even on our, our pod chat, we, we hear a lot about sort of Cholak and let him go, etc. But goals assist-wise, uh, Dessers is now only two goals and assists behind Cholak for the whole of last season, and he's played 200 minutes less since. So, um, so, so yeah, I, I think we still have to be convinced by the guy that he's winning his points now. And, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's scoring his goals and he's, his numbers are there. I'm going to have to come up with up my stats game here, Kendall, because you've completely outdone me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel underprepared now. Um, uh, just to circle back then to, the, to what we were saying, the Hibs game, just the, the Cantwell goal, just I think the importance of the timing as well, because that was just right yeah. bang on half time, and it just completely put any plans that the, the team talk that the Hibs manager had, and you know had, that had to change. So a, a goal like that at that time is just great, especially in the away game, because it just flattens the crowd as well. Um, but uh, interesting, you're, you're saying there, Kendall, about the, the, the comparison with Cholak. I mean, there's a lot of people <laughs> I don't think would would appreciate those kind of stats at this state, you know, because of the, the, the abuse that and the, the sort of the turmoil that Deshers has caused over the past six months. Yeah. <laughs> so it's right, good I to think... see that there is there is stats behind it behind you know a, a selection. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. At the end of the season, I think we'll look back. And I mean, I think we'll probably sell Dessers at the end of the season. I think, But I think we'll now make a profit. Because I think yeah. he did okay in Italy uh, last year. The year before was the year he was the, I think, was the Conference League um, top scorer. And he's come to us. And if he can get 25 goals assists, which he looks big, man, he's only using our six for that. Then, uh, then actually, you might make a couple of million for him. Off him, you know. It's like it's it's a it's a strange one because I think every everybody in the stadium would take it, including me. But um, yeah, it's just an odd one. He, he starts. He's one of these just weird things that his numbers are going to back it up. Yeah, folk would. I think folk folk were looking to take that in January to try and bring somebody else in. You know, so it, it just shows you football's a you know funny old game, as they say. I think longer term. Yeah, you probably are going to take it, but it's all about doing it in the right controlled way, isn't it? And I saw some of that chat as well about it in the January window. And I mean, I, I, cards on the table. I'm desperate to sell Dessers and replace him. Not 
not because he's a bad guy or anything. I just, I think there's going to be a limited period where we will get our money back or potentially make a profit. Um, and I think like a season like you're talking about is actually probably ideal for that. I think if it goes on too long, then potentially it's just going to be another one that runs down his contract. So I do think we need to do it, but it has to be done in a controlled way. And selling them in January would have just been madness when he is getting his numbers. All right. It's a bit hard on the eye. I don't think anyone would deny that. But he's getting his numbers and we literally had nothing to replace him. We've, we've got Silva on loan, not our player. Doubts whether he's a nine or not. Okay, you can have that debate, but even if he is, you know, the nine that we all wanted in the window, you don't just leave yourself with one fit striker. So, yeah, I think sell him, but it's got to be in a controlled way. Yeah, I think that's um, something that as us as fans need to get used to because it's something we haven't been doing is selling yeah. the players at the right time, and it's cost us a fair chunk of money um so it's something that we're going to have to get used to we bring somebody in who does maybe have a, a really successful year and he's gone and that's because he's just here for the year but that's that that's a model that we need to get on board with everybody has to if we want to see player trading take off for ourselves so okay doke a good be side discussion there <laughs> um uh so we'll go to then the player of the month so uh we'll go to kendall for that yeah, well, I, I I've gone for Lunny, uh, and to be quite honest, I, yeah, I think I would I, I probably would have had him for the last few months. Uh, I think he's been our best player. I think he's been our one of the real leaders, if not the real leader in the pitch. Uh, I was you know just watching the game the other day, and he was he, he was running. At one of the the, the the Livingston boys was was breaking past half wheeling, and you know you're expecting your your you know your winger or your um, or your right back to, to come back in there and, and try and make a last minute uh, tackle, and so you kind of had the race between you know our defending our defence and our winger or whatever like that, and uh, and 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 the, the Livingston player, and then Lonnie just kind of ghosts past the whole lot of them and, and makes a tackle, and I'm thinking. Even last year, even when he was playing well in Europe, etc., you know, he, he just seems a yard faster to me. But it's just the determination of of the guy at the minute. He's he's really the one that seems to be uh, driving the team forward, setting the standards. Now, gone are the days where you know he plays a bad pass and he jumps up and he, the hands are going everywhere and he's shouting at somebody. Now it's like he's 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 a way to get that ball back if he if he loses the ball or he does something and then he'll give somebody a, a roll or whatever like that. But just now, I I just think he's a, I think he's an absolute first choice in that midfield. And even with the new boy, I'm really excited to see the new boy Diamande with Lunny in there as well. And Raskin's got a job in his hand getting in this team now. He, he really does. And that was the guy probably pre-season that I'm saying right. Okay, kind of wait to see Raskin and kick on but that that position there now is Lunny's to, to lose and I, I think he's been absolutely tremendous and more to the point I think that him a couple of the others Goldson didn't have his best game the other day but again he's he's, he's really he's one that's driving the team even funny enough you saw it in Barisic etc you, you saw him with first corner of the game I think the other day and I know he's not everybody's cup of the team but he's over the Union Bear asking for more after like 10-15 minutes against Livingston they've got the bit between their teeth and I think Lonnie's driving that and to put it in perspective if you think last year we had Kent and Morelos in the last six months of their contract 
and you wouldn't have got an ounce of effort out of the two of them. And then you've got this guy who is absolutely just beasting every game. If he's not man of the match every game, he's right up there for every single game. Uh, the consistency is just magnificent at the minute. And we're talking about, would you give him a new contract? Listen, I'd give him a new contract. If he, I'd give him a 10-year contract, I'd have him in the boat race. I would, like, if I was if it was a race course, racehorse owner, I'd, like, I'd put a jockey on his back for the Grand National. Anything at the minute, they get, the guy's absolutely flying. Uh, and, yeah, I, I can't see him passing this month. I can't, I can't disagree with anything you said there, Kendall. I, I think this been this point last year, I would have said no. I said I just let him go. He's just not. He's just not at it. And like you say, it's night and day to compare to where we were last year with Kent and Morelos in terms of effort and application. He's like you say, he's the first to everything. If not, he's going to make try and be the first to everything. He's come up with two great assists in the last two games or or two games before past there with two great lob passes, which I didn't think he had in his locker. So I haven't seen it any other time he's been at Rangers. So you're definitely right. I think he's him and Clement seem to be getting on really well and Clement knows seems to know how to get the best out of him. And for somebody that's going into then then the season with six months left in his contract, that's a rarity, I think, of what we're watching. Yeah, just interestingly, just the last point on him, but what I found kind of interesting is he didn't do well under Gerard. Gerard left and Gio came in and then mm. he was he was Euro League lunchroom. Yep. Then Gio left, Beal came in, didn't kick a ball for us. Beal left, European coach comes back in, and Lundstrom's flying again. He just seems to be able to play under European coaches. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good point, actually. And it was just interesting, it was Jared that brought him to the club, too. Right, Dave, are you ready for this guy, though? Oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Um, so I think. Just just before I announce it and Kendall takes my head off, um, I think it's worth pointing out, actually. I think Clement has drastically improved Lundstrom, yes, but he's also improved a hell of a lot of other players. Um, So, I I mean, Dessers is the obvious one. Um, I'm not saying that he looks like Haaland all of a sudden, but, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. You've got McCausland starting to kick on now. And brings me to my pick for player of the month. <laughs> I'm almost scared to say it. I don't know what Kendall's going to do to me. Eh? But yeah, young young Red Van Yilmaz. Um, I think there's definitely an argument for Lundstrom, and he has been in cracking form, to be fair. But if you look at where Yilmaz was, he came in, barely played under Gio, barely played under Beal. Mixture of injuries, form. Um, I think quite a few people thought that he needed a run of games in order to try and discover some form. I think there was almost an expectation among some of the fans, and that might be a symptom of how badly we were playing as a team at the time. But I think folk just expected him to come in and, you know, tear it up instantly. Wasn't going to happen. The only time he looked half decent was when he got maybe two, three games, but. As we know, that's kind of started and started. And I mean, that, that's that been happening up until maybe last four or five months, if that. Um, you look at him recently, he's had a run of games. He is far more direct. He isn't a Barisic. So, you know, you're not going to get those pinpoint crosses. But 
really do we want to be playing 60 pinpoint crosses into a box of Livingston defenders that are um, just going to keep lumping it away? Nah, I would say not. And I think you see it you see it quite a lot with fullbacks. It depends how they're utilised. Um, you saw, I almost hate to say it, but you saw across the city and they took some pretty mediocre fullbacks and got them playing, not great, but well, certainly better than they were thought of beforehand. We signed this guy. He was a Turkey international when we signed him, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, the, the, this isn't Anthony Ralston. This is a player with pedigree. He'd been doing it for multiple seasons in Turkey, playing for Besiktas, won trophies. You know, everything that we would expect from a sign-in, he had it. And yet he came here, couldn't do anything. And I think Clement's made some tweaks to his games. You see the way that he's engaging people. He was possibly a bit naive at the start of the season. You're starting to see now more and more that he's timing it a lot better and he is making those interceptions he is making those tackles and blocks and you look at his runs forward as i said he's not about the pinpoint crossing he's about driving forward getting to the byline or cutting inside and getting that ball in a danger area but doing it to feet not to head and you look at our team we don't need 10 ton of balls in the head it's fine now and again obviously i'm not saying never play across but I think as a team, we are far more in need of a player of a Yilmaz Ilk than we are a Barisic Ilk at the minute. You know, it's not the days of Gerard. That that's how we played in Gerard times and it worked for us. And you know, I'm not knocking that, but that, that's clearly not how Clement wants to play. And to be honest, I'm actually kind of relieved that we kept Yilmaz. Um I don't think Baris I mean don't get me wrong, he can, he can play a part, but I don't think he's the kind of fullback that Clement wants, per se. Um, this boy, Jeffy, might be great. I'm not saying he's not, but very much the unknown. And in what is potentially going to be the tightest title race for a hell of a long time, probably since the helicopter was turning direction, then, you know, <laughs> we need our best players and Sorry, Kendall. I think our best left back is Yilmaz. <laughs> um, so that that's why it, it is partly about his play, and he has played well. Um, he's got himself a goal and assist just in January, and as you say, we only had the second half of the month, really. But I think it's also the turnaround from where he was to where he is now that probably just edges it for me. Kendall, any response? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I am not. Um, obviously, the, the the listeners aren't um, have, don't have guns of our chat. Uh, I'm not the biggest Deal Mans fan. I don't dislike him as a player. I, I, I used to dislike him as a player because he used to give the ball thirty times away, and now he's come on to a game. I'm not denying that. Last three, four games, um, he has come on to a game. So we're talking about player of the month. So you know, I, I can't, you know, I can't argue too much with the fact that player of this month actually he's he's, he's been good. He has been good. Right, I'm retiring think, on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I still think there are times during every game where he gets bullied. And it happened like the young lad, the, the young right winger, I think it was, um, came off the bench against Sibs and just pushed him 
just literally just pushed him off the game right, and the ball he was there. And I think that's the danger with him is he gets he gets targeted. So I don't think he's a long term solution because I don't think he suits the Scottish game. And it's as simple as that. I think if we if we keep him in the team until the end of the season, although I'm not convinced he'll play in Europe, I know he's now in the squad. I think the first choice might still be Barisic for his experience in Europe. Um, but I, I think if we can keep him in Europe, showcase him there, uh, Disney might notice him because there's a live action of the Snowlight uh, <laughs> and So we might get some decent money off of them for him. Um, and he's definitely better than Doc and Sneezy. So, you know, it's um, so, so there, there's positives a the guy and he has played well. But I do worry, like when, when we go against the Diddies, they get the ball, every single one of them are playing is targeting him in that area. And at times in that back post, especially for corners, etc., he will cost us. And it's not because he's playing badly. It's because he is so short and so unsuited for the Scottish game. And if he was in another position up front, etc., I think he'd have more of a chance. He has definitely improved. And his strongest point, which I don't really disagree with that uh, as far as like on the floor. But I still think the first thing in your left back is you have to be able to defend. And if you're getting targeted and you know you're going to get targeted in the game, then that's an issue for me. But as far as this one's concerned, he's played very well and he certainly should be in the conversation with Player of the Month. He's got the Euros at the end of the season as well. Uh, so, you know, if we are looking to sell him... Eh? Euro Disney. <laughs> aye, aye, that's the one, Kendall. That's the one, mate. Um, but aye, you know, if we are looking to sell him, jokes aside, if, if he plays the second half of the season, which I think, barring injuries, he probably is going to at least the majority of games, um, you know, potentially that gives you a good avenue then to make a bit of cash off him as well, move him on. That's, that's the ideal shot window, isn't it? As a European, as a European tournament in the summertime, so... And if not, we'll punt him to Disney, as Kendall says. That's it. That's, that's the fallback. They've got plenty of billions. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, too good. Too good. I can't. Can't. I can't argue with any of your your picks there. Um, let's see, Rivdan has definitely has. He's come come on leaps and bounds. Um, this last this last month in particular, but I think you, you did start to see it sort of around December time as well. Um, he was sort of, sort of starting to come into his own. Um. And then obviously Lundstrom again. It's just like he's just he's just he's just a Rolls Royce at the moment, it's isn't he? Machine, he's just un- isn't it? unstoppable at the moment. Um, I just wish he'd add a wee bit more goals to his game. Mm. But if he's if he's it's pinging long balls through like that that are getting on this, where it's going to lead us to goals, I'd be just happy enough with that because it's definitely more than what he's, he's contributed in the past. Um, so I'll wrap up there with my player of the month, which is Dessers. Um, I just think this. This January has been a good month for him. He's 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 one of these players that no matter how many misses he has, which can be quite a lot, he doesn't hide. He's still there. He's still he's still in the firing line. He's still putting himself in the right position. He's still in to get chances. He just, just needs to I think he needs to just take his time maybe a wee bit more. He's a wee bit rushy stuff, a wee bit too much. Um, but I think that's testament testament to his character. Because um, he's coming in the in, in the press and he's he's t- talking very confident and he keeps saying the best yet to come and I think he's talking he's talking a good game particularly coming into the business end of the season now coming into February or you know, into March April the games are coming thick and fast we've got a good run of games at home perfect opportunity for him to get to get scoring goals because it's obviously going to be between him and 
silver for the for the number nine starting spot at least. Um, at least I think if if we're not, you know, if we're not sitting pretty and maybe two or three goals up in teams, then obviously he's going to come on and hopefully we'll contribute to that, get our goal ratio up as well because I think it's something we need to start looking at. In the league, especially as Kendall Aye. says, it's got, it's going to be a tight, it's going to be a tight running, and goals, as we all know, as mentioned before, the goals can be prove key, uh, and these title races, particularly in Scotland. So, um, I so I, I went for Deshers, and I just thought, um, going back to the start of the month, uh, the Kelly game before the break, I thought his pass from a causing goal was ridiculous. Um, it's, do you know what? As much as I knock him. Two best yeah. assists this season. Yeah, I've been Easy. Easy. Yep. It's 100% crazy. It's very similar to Matondo's goal against PSV, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Sort of close off the touchline, but a lovely diagonal through ball, which I didn't think he had it in him. And I don't think anybody else seen seen the pass on in the in the stadium at the time. No. Um, seems to do it, and and I, and I, can't, I just I'm really I just really loving his attitude as well, especially. As, and, the, and that comes across in the, the press conferences he does. He seems like a really happy-go-lucky guy. Reminds but, me a bit of Sakala in that way. Yes. Looks yes. terrible at times, but great attitude and racks up the numbers. That's it. But the, 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 difference being, the difference being if he goes past the goalkeeper, you expect him to hit the target, whereas Sakala could <laughs> <laughs> end up anywhere. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, throw, I'll throw in another one uh, for you about Dessers, actually, because uh, because I think, I, to be honest, uh, on balance of the three, I would probably give it to, to, to Dessers. Probably more at the fact just making sure that Yoma has been to get it. But, um, <laughs> but no, it's the uh, but but the, the the thing I think is really unfair is that there was a couple of different things. We were talking about the, the comparison with Cholak. Cholak first six weeks of last season scored a, however many goals, thirteen goals or whatever it was in six weeks. Ridiculous. Didn't they kick a ball since? But he's still thought of well. Uh-huh. Whereas Dessers went the other way, which he did nothing for the first couple of months of the season. And then he's built on it, but there was doubts in people's minds there. But the one of the thing that I think is really unfair with Dessers, uh, and he's still, I say, I'd still sell him at the end of the season. But things I think is unfair is he carries a lot of weight, and a lot of people say, "I that miss against Celtic." Well, I could show you, I can name a US striker that didn't score for about four seasons against Celtic. I was a way to say. Uh, Actually, that that kind of opens another question as well. Do you, do you think he outscores? Buffalo's best season by the end of the this season. I think there's a fair, I think there's a fair chance he will. I I mean I I uh, genuinely the guy's numbers. I, I mean, think he, so. <laughs> he didn't even he didn't even play every game. You know that's the thing is this if we're, we're not ta- we're not talking about a guy that's played every game because when Danilo yeah. was fit he was starting. You know so yeah. it's it's not a guy that's played every game and he's got like nineteen goals and assists like between yeah. the two. Yep, can't I can't argue that. So he's, he's, I think he's coming on to his game at the important part of the season. Fingers crossed, touch wood, so I don't jinx him. <laughs> um, but he seems to be, this, this is the, I say it's the business part of the season. This is, this is where we want to have start scoring goals. And then if it's more assists, goals, whatever, just as long as it's three points at the end of the day. And I think prove that goal difference, I can't really, I can't really complain. And yeah, then and if it goes to the end of the season... So be it. That's it. I mean, it's back to that St. Mirren sort of game that you mentioned, isn't it? You know, it, all right, he looks terrible on the eye test. I, 
I think you'd be hard pressed to find many Rangers fans that'll disagree with that. But he is getting those numbers, and some of them are crucial. You know, if you win that league by a point, there's an argument Dessers has won you that league in the subsequent Champions League entry. I know it's not as simple as that, but yeah, you know, without that goal, you don't win. <laughs> That's it. There's always points in the season where you can look back to and you can see, you know, crucial points. And I think Aye. three points at St. Mern and a way that Clement said the game was horrendous. It, it was horrendous and the conditions weren't great. And that wee stadium, that wind and stuff. But we got we dug in and got the three points. And there's credit to Lundstrom and Dessers for, for that. And if you if you add Butland into if you take Butland and you take Dessers, so you've got a number nine up front and you've got a number one that's stopping the goals as well. Yeah. Probably probably made us 10, 12 points between the two of them this season already. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I'd agree with that. I think with Butland, there's almost the problem that he's that good, that consistently that when it comes to conversations like this, you almost don't think of him because it's just kind of expected, you know. You expect him to make those saves now. And that was a massive worry for me after McGregor going. I, I mean, I think McGregor should have gone a season earlier, if I'm being honest. But, yep. you know, that's a different question. But I did wonder, you know, how, how on earth do you replace a keeper like that in this day and age? Um, and fair play to Beal. He maybe didn't get much wrong, but. That was a bloody good signing that he brought in for us. Yeah, I definitely think towards the end of the season, I think he's he probably will get Player of the Year. Aye. Um he's just Aye. been he's just been fantastic, and as I said this in the last month review, that I can't honestly say I've said to myself, why has he no stopped that, or he should have got that because he's 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 everything he's done's just been spot on. He hasn't made yeah. a mistake yet, and that's what that's what a Rangers keeper. Is all about. It doesn't. You know, you might not have to do much a lot, but when you do, you have to be ready for it. And he's been ready. So seventy minutes on the sun lounger, and then boom, you called in action. Um, That's it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's definitely an argument for him actually for player of the year. I'm sure we'll get to that in a future episode. But aye, Yomas for now, eh, Kendall. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> never says Kendall never <laughs> right well that, that that I think that'll do us we'll wrap up here then so thanks very much Dave no thanks for having me on it was good to have a chat about it nice to have positive and, stuff to talk about that's it uh, Kendall yourself thank you very much yeah thanks Jock thanks Dave great, great time mm-hmm. always good to see you right well everybody I'm glad Glad you, glad you joined us here. Um, as always, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, please like and subscribe and follow us on our media platforms with the Twitter or the the, the handle at this is Ibrox. Uh, and all I'll do is say until the next one, beers. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>